Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 72, and today we are going to be talking about Wingtra UAVs. Before we get started, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos packed full of information on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. As you may know, there are a lot of different ways to listen to this podcast. We're streaming it out on our website, it's on SoundCloud, and there are also many mobile podcasting apps that you can listen on. With that, let's get back to the show. I'm really excited to welcome Eustace Baumart, who is the country manager for North America with Wingtra. Thank you for joining me on the show today, Eustace. To get started, I'd really like to hear more about you and how you got involved in this industry, as well as a little background on Wingtra. Great. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me, Tony. Um, I'm excited to be on the show today and excited to talk about Wingtra and our products. So my name is Justus Bummert. I'm responsible for the sales activities of Wingtra in, in North America. Briefly about Wingtra. Wingtra, um, the company was founded in 2016. We are based in Zurich, Switzerland, so right in the middle of Europe. The technology that we use in in our products are the result of a couple of years of research at ETH Zurich. And ETH Zurich is one of the leading tech universities in the world. Fun fact, also Albert Einstein, he studied there um, while he was still at university. This is a bit the background where we're coming from, ETH Zurich. They have a um, strong um, research focus on drones. There we developed the technology and then in end of 2015 we decided to transfer the technology into the product that we have today i was one of the uh, employees that was part of the founding team and yeah today we are around 50 people um, mainly based in zurich we sell our product globally so um, everywhere around the world in the us one of our uh, biggest and most important uh, distribution partners is rdo and so i'm very excited to be here today on the show and uh, talk a bit about our product. That's great to hear. It's always fun listening to people's backgrounds and and how they kind of got involved and where they're at today. It's really neat to hear that you were with Wingtra from the beginning all the way from the from the start, the ground up and and where you guys are today. Like you said, we at RDO Equipment Company, we sell and offer the Wingtra UAV platform. So we're really excited to learn a little bit more about this and and get a little more information out to our customers through this podcast. So tell us a little bit about the Wingtra One. It's a great aircraft, and I know there's a lot of neat features that really set it apart from other industry drones out there. So tell us a little bit about the Wingtra One and what it all entails. Sure. So um, what makes the Wingtra One really special is that it takes off and lands like a helicopter, but in forward flight, it flies like an airplane. 
So right from the from the workflow, how the drone operates is you can place it on the ground uh, anywhere you want. Then it will take off um, as a helicopter, rise to a, a certain altitude, switch into a fixed wing airplane mode, so fly like an airplane, um, circle up on the altitude that you want to do your survey on, collect all the images, and then finally for the landing it will uh, transition back into the vertical helicopter mode and land exactly on the same spot where you took off. And so basically at its core, it combines the best of two worlds, takes the advantages of the fixed wing airplanes and combines it with the advantages of a helicopter. And then like that, you can, um, one advantage of course is that you can map areas that you otherwise couldn't map. For example, uh, if you use fixed wing airplanes, usually they get a lot of uh, area coverage but they are difficult to land because they need quite some space for the landing. And um, also if the terrain is uh, rocky or there are obstacles in the way, it, it often happens this, that the, the, the plane basically crashes during landing. Um, with our drone, you, you can avoid that. By landing like a helicopter, you can exactly be sure um, where the drone will land. Then the, the other um, advantage that we have is that we still have a very large area coverage. So with our drone, you can cover 700 acres in, in one flight. If you're flying on 400 free, uh, feet, this is substantially more than uh, substantially more coverage than you get with a, um, a multi-rotor drone. We'll get into the, the flight planning and that software in just a minute here, but when you take off with this, it's automatic. It takes off vertically and then flips into a fixed wing all automatically. Is that correct? Exactly. So the the drone uh, works fully autonomous. So um, as a user of our product, the only thing you need to know is how to operate the tablet. On the tablet, um, you said, you mentioned, right, that we will t talk mo uh, more about the flight planning later. But at its core, um, what you do is you just... Um, select the area on a Google map that you want to cover and you specify the altitude that you want to fly on and then everything else the drone does on its own. To achieve this, this was extremely difficult, right? It took, uh, as I said, hours and years of research to bring the autopilot to a level that the drone really can uh, operate fully autonomously. If you would like to do the same flight maneuvers as our autopilot does, you, you would need to be an extremely skilled professional pilot. That's really neat to hear that that everything is done autonomously. And like you said, a lot of time and, and a lot of effort went into perfecting that aerial maneuver on the autonomous side. So before we get more into that, what type of sensors do you guys offer, Eustace, as far as agriculture goes? Exactly. So at the, at the moment, we have three different cameras that we have integrated. Um, two cameras are uh, RGB cameras. Um, both are from Sony. Um, so the high-end uh, camera of the RGB cameras is the Sony RX1 R2. This is a 42 megapixel full-frame camera. So really at the high-end uh, spectrum. And um, with that camera, you can collect imagery uh, with uh, a very high resolution and it provides you the best combination of coverage and image on the ground. And then the other um, RGB camera that we have is the Sony QX1. 
Uh, that's a 20 megapixel camera that you can combine with different lenses. And this is a camera that is very uh, good at 3D reconstruction, so the creating of 3D models. And then the third uh, sensor that we have integrated is the Microsense Red Edge M. Um, that's a high quality multi-spectral camera. And you can use that um, to, uh, uh, for plant analysis and it's very common in precision farming. And uh, our customers, tend, they can easily exchange the, the cameras uh, depending on their use case. So we also, from, uh, from agriculture, we have customers that, of course, they use the Microsense Red HM a lot. But then as an add-on, they also have either the Sony RX1 or the Sony QX1 in case they just want to collect RGB data. That's really great to hear that you guys have many different sensor options. It's not just one sensor. You're not stuck with just using a, a specific spectrum of light or, or a RGB camera. You guys have multiple cameras to use. And like you said, whether it's the, the mica sense, the red edge sensor for the agricultural uh, sector, or you have that, that other Sony camera that's great for 3D imaging. Maybe you're doing volumetrics or stuff like that. We have the drone, the Wingtra one. We have the sensors. Now, how do we fly it? Let's talk a little bit about your flight planning software that you guys utilize. We have um, developed our own flight planning software. It's called Wingtra Pilot. We designed it our, on our own from the ground up. And with the software, our goal was to make uh, flight planning as easy as possible, but also at the, at the same time as safe as possible. The flight planning software runs on an Android tablet, so you either have the choice to plan your missions uh, back in the office on the tablet, or you can also do that directly on the field. Before you, before you uh, can take off, before each flight, you have to go through a small checklist that basically makes sure everything is working as expected. And from our uh, customer base, we have received a lot of positive feedback. Um, on that on that safety checklist, so it's it's not very long. Still, it makes sure that everything works as expected, and our customers they feel uh, very much at ease. Then, after going through this checklist, they can be sure that the drone is working as expected, and that they set up the drone correctly. And then, uh, in total, setting up the plane, right? So once you arrived on the field, and you take the drone out of the bag going through this little safety checklist and uh, planning your flight. In total, it doesn't take uh, much more than five minutes. With your guys's aircraft and the Wingtra pilot software that you designed yourself, what level of accuracy are you guys able to capture with your imagery? Right. When you talk about accuracy, I think it's very important that you distinguish between absolute accuracy and relative accuracy. Absolute accuracy uh, means if you collect data and you create a map out of it, absolute accuracy uh, describes um, how accurately this map is positioned somewhere in the world. And then the relative accuracy would be uh, two points in the map that you generated. So whether two points in the map, how accurate are they relative to each other? And then when it comes to absolute accuracy, we offer a a PPK module that can be added to our drone and with this PPK module our customers they get the absolute accuracy down to 0.4 inches which is extremely accurate and uh, 
is a, basically a new industry standard that we were able to set there. That's really a really good point that you bring up that there's two levels of accuracy. And like you said, when you're maybe in the agriculture industry, if you're building a map-based prescription off of the imagery you're collecting, you're not concerned about the actual geographical location of that. You're just actually looking at the accuracy of stitching the imagery. So that's a really great point you bring up, Eustace, and it's great to hear that you guys have a very high level of accuracy when it comes to the imagery you're collecting. Going on with the the agriculture, talking about the map-based prescriptions and stuff like that, the agriculture UAVs we all know are, are continuing to grow and it's becoming more and more prevalent in the industry. Tell us a little bit about how your platform or maybe talk about some of the customers that you deal with that how your platform is benefiting them and how they're using it in agriculture. Right. Before I described a bit how the drone works, right, with the ability to land and take off vertically and then um, that it's still able to cover up to 700 acres in one flight. So right within agriculture, um, we have customers that have uh, large field operations and they of course they really like the the area coverage that we are able to offer sometimes we have uh, customers that ask ah do i really need to have this v12 ability if i'm from agriculture right you have the fields so usually people think they have enough space to land um, still now from the feedback that we get from our customers in agriculture um, they really like the ability that they still can land very accurately on the, on the spot and they don't have to worry that the drone somewhere uh, gets lost in the field and they have to look for it. And um, right, we have a global customer base. So, I mean, the applications are very diverse. We have customers that do sugarcane monitoring with our drone or we have cu uh, customers coming from the wine uh, uh, vineyard industry or also, of course, uh, forestry is very strong. Yeah, I know there's a lot of different ways and a lot of different uses in agriculture. And if if the listeners out there, if you just hold on a little bit, we actually have a, a episode scheduled down the road for uh, one of the partners with Wing Trust. So you'll get to hear a little bit more about their sensor and what they're doing in the agriculture industry. Eustace, I know you, like you said at the beginning, you've been with Wingtrust since the beginning. So I'm sure there's a lot of success stories that you have and that you could share with us. But why don't you share just a, a really good success story that, that just really made you smile at the end of the day? <laughs> um, yeah, recently on our blog, we just published a great story about the team of researchers from Murdoch University, uh, Australia. And um, what they try to do is um, they try to basically count sea mammals uh, in the ocean. And they got to, to uh, they came across our uh, platform a while ago and they've been doing uh, now research on the ocean and they uh, operate our drone from a boat. So they take off from the back of the boat, they map a large area and then they land again. And yeah, for people that are interested in the story, they can look it up on our blog on uh, www.wingtra.com. That is really neat. I, they definitely have more confidence in themselves flying UAVs than I would. That would scare me flying a UAV over open water and trying to land it back in that boat. But 
like you said, with that vertical takeoff, flipping over to a fixed wing uh, to get a lot of coverage, that that's a really neat story to hear. That's a, a very cool application for a, a drone like the Wingtra One. So if one of our listeners here wants to learn more, who can they talk to, where can they go, or where could they even potentially buy one of these? So definitely, uh, if a customer is interested, uh, they should check out our website, winkler.com. Um, there they, there's always the latest information on our products and updates. If they want to learn more uh, about the Winkler One in the US, then I would definitely recommend getting in touch with uh, RDO. I think uh, you guys, you have a great and very capable uh, team of uh, UAV experts, and I'm sure they, they're willing to provide more information on the drone and also demonstrate the drone. I just want to thank you very much, Eustace, for sitting down and chatting with me about Wingtra and the Wingtra 1 UAV that you guys have, as well as that Wingtra pilot uh, flight planning software. It's really cool to get more of this information out on these podcasts and get our listeners to to uh, learn a little bit more about the products that we have to offer at RDO Equipment Company. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, Tony. I really enjoyed being on the show. And then I'm also looking forward to hearing what Drew has to say about the Microsense Red HM in the next episode. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.